What's up, everybody? Welcome to Words of Wisdom Podcast, where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life. I'm Jennifer Brienne, and I serve as your podcast host to bring words, voice, language, and freedom to your world. It's Wednesday, so let's wise up and talk about communication and instruction and their many facets in our lives. What's up, everybody? I hope you're having an amazing, awesome, beautiful, fantabulous day. This is a day the Lord has made, and I pray that we're all rejoicing and being glad in it. My hope is that we are learning, growing, and thriving during this time of quarantine, and that um, you are walking strong and tall, and what you have to do and accomplish during this difficult time through for through and for us all. I pray that it, none of you have lost any loved ones, and that um, if you have loved ones that are in the healthcare field or that are on the front lines of this virus in any way, um, that they are protected and loved and that they feel their love. I pray that, you know, we all feel together in this. I've reached out to a couple of people this week to make sure that um, my people feel loved. So reach out to your people. If you ha- feel like you haven't uh, been reached out to, this is me reaching out to you, letting you know that you are loved, you are accounted for, you are thought of, and that you matter and that we will make it through this time. I just wanted to give some of that encouragement. Again, my name is Jennifer Brand. If this is your first time to my podcast, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I love what I do. I love who I am. And I love most that you uh, join me each week for some wisdom. This week's wisdom, so phenomenal, so exciting. And um, I'm excited to talk about it. Why? Because I love growing. I love learning. I love applying new, new knowledge. And more than anything, I love talking about communication. So this week, what I want to talk about is pride in communication, right? Um, pride in communication. Uh, one of the things that I have learned this week is that pride will deprive us of the ability to communicate effectively. A lot of people will come to me and they'll say, oh, well, will you help me write this letter? Will you proofread this email? Will you read this text message? Or how should I approach this conversation? These are my thoughts. These are my feelings. How do you think I should go about this? And one thing that I've learned It's not that people don't know what to say. It's not that people don't recognize who they're talking to. It's not that people um, don't know how to word themselves or to articulate the thoughts, feelings, experiences, or um, any disadvantages or any uh, thing that they've experienced that they felt was against them, right? Like, it's not any of that. It's actually the fact that pride creeps in in the moment after the moment and doesn't allow us to connect the 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 most powerful component of communication is not always the words the words are the avenue that drive the conversation that drive us to the hearts and the minds of the other people when we speak the same language when we're on one accord when we're in unity with the same words it's actually the ability to connect with those words and what communication does is it'll it allows you to use your words to connect and so when there's a conflict or an issue or a problem on the table that has to be addressed or resolved then sometimes a lot of times pride will not allow us to connect during or after the situation and this is what i mean in a time where things have to 
hard things have to be said. Sometimes we want to say it like we want to say it. We just want to get our feelings off our chest. We want to just blow up. We want to just scream it and let the other person feel how we're feeling, um, regardless of their emotion, regardless of their response, regardless of their mental or emotional capacity to handle what it is that we have to say or that we feel like we need to say. So the timing might be right, the location, the audience, or the words. But you know, I like to talk about the words. So let's talk about the words and the language because that voice gives freedom. And I always like to bring in the dimensions of the words, the language, and the voice because sometimes the voice is the tone. Sometimes the language is um, the the words that we choose to use in different contexts, meaning that if you're talking to your manager, using urban slang language will not communicate effectively because you're dealing with um, a very business transactional um situation and there's not a a code switch moment to reverting back to your ethnic roots if that makes sense um you know in the same context if you're talking to your intimate partner you wouldn't talk to your intimate partner um the same way that you would talk to a child and, and the same way that you talk to a peer or a coworker on the job there's a different type of language based on the audience of the people that you're speaking to will help you to communicate and connect. And what I'm saying is, is that when we are communicating, we have to emphasis on have to focus on how that person or those people best receive our ability to connect. It's not so much about what we think or what we feel. If the goal is truly connection, we have to focus on the other person. That's what makes communication selfless. That's what makes communication effective because we get, we get our goal accomplished. So when you're when you're approaching your communication, when you're approaching the hard things that have to be said in life, how are you communicating what your real goal is? Is it pride? Are you okay with being rude, with being nasty, with using curse words, demeaning words, harsh words, or language that doesn't resonate with the person that you're speaking to? Or do you just are you a one size fits all and you're gonna tell it like it is, regardless of who you're talking to, and you expect them to use that communication? and that style of talking and they're supposed to just do whatever with it. Um, Let me tell you, there's a generation that's before me and that's how they talk, right? But it wasn't effective. Nobody wants to talk about how it did not work. You had all these years of generational bondage and and resentment and anger and unforgiveness and all this brokenness from years of doing it, quote unquote, this way that because I'm older or because I'm an elder that you're just supposed to accept it. Like, no, respect is mutual. And one of the ways that you communicate that is in the way that you approach communication. So when we're talking about pride seeping into communication, communication. One of the things that we have to address is how it comes in. So in the communicative aspect, it's prideful of you to not consider the other person or the other people because again, there's a there's a various amount of ways that we all have to communicate. We always have to be mindful of other people. And if we're not, then we're not going to be effective communicators. Another way that pride will, will seep in when you're communicating is not only you disregarding the other person, but you disregard their emotions, you disregard their feelings, you disregard their emotional capacity. Could it be that your boss just got slammed from overhead, from supervisors, from customers, from all of these other things, and now just may not be the time to go and approach the fact that the break room is nasty, 
You know, maybe now is not the time to talk to your spouse or your loved one about them not putting the laundry in the basket, you know, because they had a hard day at work. Timing is just as important to communication as the message. Because again, if the goal is effectiveness, then um, you should care more about the, the place that the other person is in. And, and perhaps your emotions and your feelings and your thoughts need some time to wait before you try to communicate that message. Anyway, maybe you need to run it by a friend. Maybe you need to pour it all out to the wall, to an email, to a trusted confidant before you bring it to the person or the people that actually get the message. Because a lot of times um, when people come to me, I've learned that they're communicating out of emotions. And this is one way that pride enters. Because when you communicate out of pure emotions, you're almost venting. You're almost not even allowing the other person to dialogue with you. And so now it's not a conversation with, it's a conversation at. And you don't don't want to talk at people because people are people. We have thoughts, we have emotions, we have feelings, um, we have different perspectives. So when something hard has to be said, it's not wise to talk at people. It's not wise to go on these long preludes of, of pouring out unless the relationship that you cultivated with the person gives you the space and the audience to do so. But I found that a lot of people have not ever been in relationships long enough or dealt with hard things to say communicatively long enough to even decide how they're going to disagree. I mentioned to um, social media last week that I'm newly married. And one of the things that we did while dating is we decided how we were going to disagree because disagreements and hard things having to be said are inevitable in every relationship. However, knowing that other person's love language and knowing how that other person responds when you have to bring them something hard, something disconcerting, um, disconcerting, excuse me, something to, um, I to explain that they did that they wronged you to explain that they hurt you these are hard things for people to to receive sometimes so the goal is to be effective and the goal it should be to see some sort of change in their words and their action and their behavior and their demeanor so you have to continue to be goal oriented and 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 solution focus when you're having to deal with hard things because it's easy to get lost in the emotions and the hard thing when you're communicating is that emotions, emotions distract you because they're feelings, but feelings are fleeting. You're not going to feel as strongly that day in the moment or the time that you're wrong few, three to five days later, um, because you're going to, I'm speaking this to you that you're going to be walking in love and, and in forgiveness and you're going to move past that thing. So you're not going to feel as strongly. So you have to make sure that the words that you speak aren't still resounding loudly to the other person or people as time goes on. So think about that. It's pride that has to make that decision. Well, not pride, but it, it's, it's a choice of pride or not to make the decision to think and to plan the way that you're going to talk to people because pride will just say, no, nah, I'm not doing all that, bump all that. I don't have to consider that. But think about that. You are depriving the other person, the ability to connect with you, the ability to empathize and or sympathize with you and the ability to correct their actions, their words, their behavior, and to move on by choosing to just recklessly talk to people. You are not affording them the opportunity to be a part of the moment, to be a part of the correct and to be a part of the future and so you tear the relationship and so you have to ask yourself is keeping your pride worth the relationship 
Is it worth you being in trouble or possibly getting written up on your job? Is it worth you potentially losing your job? Is it per- is it worth it for you to potentially lose that friend that you've had for years? Is it worth it for you to tear up uh, the foundation of a new relationship that hasn't even fully formed yet? And now there's there's hurt, there there's anger, there's confusion, um, there's miscommunication at the root of that thing. Is it worth it for you to keep your pride? to um sacrifice the relationship we have to decide because if it's not worth it meaning that it is worth it for you to keep the friend for you to keep the job for you to keep your spouse for you to keep your relationship you have to consider who you are talking to it does not matter if that person is a is a high man meaning that they are worth millions and billions and they have a lot of authority and power and prestige or if they are a low man if they are the homeless man on the corner or if they are a child who may not even understand the fullest capability of how they've offended you or hurt you whoever it may be the wise thing to do remember we talk about wisdom here is to consider others pride will not allow you to see past yourself pride says that no you have to come completely my way and one of the things about communication and relationships is the fact that it's us working together there's no me there's no you it's us working this together and so you have to lay down some things and one thing that pride doesn't want to do pride doesn't want to lay down anything so if you assess some of your past situations where you've had to say hard things or people have caught you off guard and brought hard things to you the question is how did you respond the question is what were the words that you automatically reverted to the question is is what words did you choose to use and how how much forethinking did you think about those messages that you were going to send to that receiver before those words got to that receiver the the question is is how did you use your words your tone the time the location um to present your message so that you could get the outcome that you wanted because at the end of the day the truth is is that you want to connect the the end of the day is is it's not about your feelings in the moment. Yeah, you want those resolved and yeah, you want those um you want those handled, you may want that apology, whatever it is you want from that in that moment, but remember, communication is for the purpose of connection. So if you don't allow um, pride to enter, you are able to connect and remove on from that place. But if pride enters the communication, then you cannot connect. You cannot grow from that. Um, it's, or if you do, it's going to have to be a lot of forgiveness. It's going to have to be another conversation because now you have to deal with not even the emotions from the initial conversation, but you got to deal with the new emotions that arose from the poor communication or the hurtful communication, the harsh, the harsh communication that came from you trying to resolve another issue so now instead of resolving the first matter you're having to deal with two matters as it's created a new matter so you went from one thing to deal with to three times as much to deal with so do you guys see how the layers can continue to build as you allow pride to enter and then pride on the other side this is my favorite pride on well not my favorite but pride on the other side says that okay well I'm mad at them, you know, so I'm going to block their phone call. I'm just going to unfollow them on Facebook. I'm going to unfriend them on Instagram. Um, I am going to sever whatever lines of additional communication that we had to connect because I see that happen a lot, right? I see it happen where girls will get mad at a guy and they'll block him um, or guys will get mad at a girl and they'll unfollow them on Instagram because they didn't DM them back. That what you're saying 
thing in that moment is that I want to save, quote unquote, save my pride. And so I am not going to um, allow you the ability to connect with me. And so now, and it's so funny, I had a homegirl, she explained to me that she will block somebody or put them on do not disturb and then go check her phone to see if they disturbed her or go see if they tried to connect with her, which is hilarious because what her what is happening in that moment is, is that she has some pride up. So she's going to try to be hard and try to keep the walls up around herself and deny you the ability to easily connect with you. But her heart is crying out when it goes back to check to see if you tried to connect. And that's what communication does. Communication allows us the ability to connect. And if you allow your pride to enter the process, you are damaging yourself. You are damaging the relationship. You are damaging the reputation that you have with that person. And you're also damaging the future of that relationship if there is one. Because depending on how much how much you allow pride to enter and how much pride you're working with, um, and the person receiving it, depending on their their place, their their place of forgiveness, their 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 mental processes, their capacity to emotionally deal with it, you could be setting yourself up for a very hard seat that you don't want to sit in. And one of the things that I think that is pertinent to understanding um, communication is that we choose to use our words. And if you don't feel like you have the best words, let me help you. That's really easy. Talk to somebody who knows the person or the people. For instance, if you are in a uh, working relationship, you have coworkers. If they've been, you know, to the principal's office before and they've had to have that one on one meeting or they've had to have that hard conversation, whether it's the manager having to get on the worker or the worker wanting to take a complaint or a concern to the manager, ask them how that interaction went. You know, if you're in relationship with that person, think about what they've said to you in times that other people have had to bring hard things to them or how they shared an experience with you when they've had to go to somebody and share something hard. Think about how they talk. Think about what they said. Think about how they communicated the things that they were thinking or feeling. Those are the things that you can learn from when trying to approach something hard that has to be said. Because let me tell you something. We don't live an isolated life. Right now we're in quarantine and we have a million new and more ways to connect. So we're never not going to be talking to each other. So forgive the the double negative there, but we're never not going to be trying to connect and or talk with each other. So just because we have to use a different medium, still, still, um, obligates us and makes us responsible to connect with others in a way that works for them. Again, communication is very selfless. It's not about you. It's not about how you were raised. It's not about how you would say it. And even honestly, a degree of it is also not about how you would receive it. We have to give people grace, um, but also understand that we live life and hard things have to be said. So when hard things have to be said, how are you going to say them? How are you going to say hard things? How are you going to communicate hard things? How are you going to move the relationship past a hard place when there's been a breach, when there's been some hurt, when there's been some disappointment? Because you are you are insane if you think that you're going to live life without experiencing these things. And some relationships you will have to work past. So you won't be able to block everybody. You won't be able to throw away every relationship. You won't be able to quit every job. I mean, if you do, you will have a very unfruitful and productive life. So 
to avoid that, we have to work on our communication skills. So I want to leave the rest of this time to talk about how to navigate. And I know I've been using that word a lot, but that's just where we are in this season. We are learning in the moment, in real time, how to navigate a lot of different things. So um, I want to use the rest of this time to talk about how to move forward, how to not allow pride to run and or ruin your relationships or your communication for that matter. Um, the first thing you have to do when you're when we're talking when dealing with talking about pride and communication is you have to be real with yourself. You have to do a self-assessment or talk to somebody and ask them, you know, have I dealt with you in a prideful way as it pertains to communication? Have I just expected you to get it the way that I said it and that was it? Have I earnestly tried it? You can ask yourself these questions too. Have I earnestly tried to use different words or communicate in a different way? Have I tried to um, give my all or to ask someone else how to say the same thing that needs to be said? Um, did I listen to you? Was I engaging with you? Did I give you floor space and opportunity to express your thoughts, your feelings, what was on your mind, what you thought about what I had to bring to you? Um, did I help you in the follow-up process? You know, um, if there were any apologies that need to be said, did I say them in a way that was truly sincere or just because you wanted it? You have to begin to ask yourself these questions and be honest with yourself because you cannot eliminate prideful communication if you are not honest about the fact that you are prideful and that pride is hindering your communication, that pride is hindering your ability to connect and or stay connected, right? Like some of us aren't um problematic in the communication process it's the aftermath so wherever pride may be showing its head as you communicate you have to be honest and say yeah you know what I do block people after we have a disagreement because I don't want to deal with it or I do run from the communication or I do um omit information from the conversation so that you don't have as much information that's pride that's pride because you're trying to control what the person does or doesn't know based on your communication that's prideful you're prideful and I'm telling you that you're prideful so that you can get some help because I don't want to see your relationships be unfruitful and be unfulfilling just because of something as simple as pride. Pride, laying down pride sounds like this. You know what? I'm going to call you even though it's uncomfortable. I'm going to text you back even though it doesn't. It, it, we're still trying to move on from a, a sensitive or a vulnerable place. Or pride even says, I'm going to be vulnerable with you right now and tell you my feelings. I'm not just going to be... Um, offstanding and be disregarding and act like I don't feel anything because I know that millennials have that bad. We have that whole, you know, um, uh, let me act like I don't feel, or let me not be vulnerable. Like that's a form of pride because you're not allowing people to connect with you on deep and intimate levels. So again, pride, you got to own it. If it's there, you have to own it. And the second thing, you you can't be in denial. You, you have to own it. The second thing is that after you've accepted that, okay, this is an issue for me, you have to correct it. And the way that you correct it is specifically identifying how pride shows itself in your life and then making an intentional effort to not allow those actions, words, or behaviors to become your defense mechanisms. Because when you're being prideful, what you're really saying is I'm trying to protect myself. 
like for the uh, example I gave about the girl and the guy, um, the guy is trying to protect himself from looking like um, a loser, if you will, because the girl rejected him. So pride is making him not pursue her when in actuality, like, you know, the chase is what's beautiful because who doesn't want to be wanted, right? Um, so, you know, it, it's protecting yourself. You have to allow that pride to, to lay down and say, you know what? Um, I, this friendship means something to me. Um, this co-workership means something to me. And so, um, let me go after it, even though it's uncomfortable. Uh, let's push past the hard and let me be vulnerable and say what I feel. Um, a small prideful tip. Um, that just came to mind that I want to share also in, in talking about owning it, accepting it and correcting it is if you use a lot of you statements, you probably are prideful and you probably do need to correct that. Um, so another way to approach the hard things that we have to say in life is using I statements. I feel this way. Not I feel that you, no, no, no. Cause you might as well say if, if we, if the sentence is, I feel that you wronged me, you might as well just say you wronged me, you know, because it's still a you statement. You statements put blame. They point fingers. They're very accusatory in tone. Whereas I statements are more inviting for you to, for the other persons or people to see your perspective on the matter. And they invite the person into your world so that you guys can get an understanding on how it made you feel um, and you can deal with your feelings as opposed to putting the person in the personhood on the table. And so communicatively, um, after you've accepted it, um, after you specifically decided if it's the word, the voice, the action or the behavior and you've decided, OK, well, I'm a blocker. You know, I'm just going to block people and not deal with them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you off or you say, well, I'm just going to cuss you out. Whatever, whatever your thing is that allow that pride shows itself. You have to intentionally attack that area. That's step three. You have to intentionally attack that area, because as long as you are living, hard things are going to have to be said and you are going to have to talk to other people. We live in an interdependent world. And even though we have systems that allow us to be interdependent of communicating directly with other people, um, that's not how our human nature is designed to be, to be completely technological and to completely isolated. And so you will at some point have to connect with some other person that is not like optional. Right? So, um, that said, it is very important and it is very vital that you intentionally and I almost want to say aggressively attack that area. No matter how old you are, no matter how long I've been doing it this way. Um, Think about for those people who have that old mentality, like, well, this is the way I've always done it or I've been doing it this way or it's work for such and such and such and such. Well, think about your life. Think back over all the years and all the people you've met from strangers all the way to intimate partners. Think about friendships, uh, family relationships, immediate and external. I mean, think about teammates, coworkers, classmates. Um, I mean, church for church family members, um, organizational teams, um, adult clubs, whatever you are a part of, all of the things that you've done in your life. And think about how many more people and how many more fruitful, fruitful relationships you could have and how many more friends and how many more loved ones and how many more support and how much more community you could have had that you don't have. How many more connections could make your life better, but instead you choose to privately communicate. 
Those are the reasons why we have to aggressively and intentionally attack these areas because you are missing out on some of the greatest blessings of your life because you're not connected to other people. Some blessings that we have are just naturally connected to other people. So some of the things that I want you to think about is how am I going to aggressively attack this area of pride that's showing up in my communication? If you need help um, with that, I would love more than anything to talk to you about it because I know that once you grow in this area, once you make some corrections and some changes in this area, once you lay down this area, the Bible says that pride comes before destruction. So I know that if you have pride in your communication, you've destroyed some things. So this may afford you the opportunity to rebuild some of those destructive remains or to start anew in new areas and build from a healthy place. And so I'm excited for you because of the relational opportunities and connections that are going to open up and how much more out of life you're going to get because you've laid down pride and communication. I'm telling you guys, I thought about this all week and I've watched it literally destroy multiple types of relationships. It's so prevalent and you would not believe it. And so because of that, I want you to get healthy. I want you to get happy. I want you to get whole in your communication. And I do not want pride to stop you from living your most fulfilled life as it connects to and relates to others. All right. So hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Hopefully uh, you got something from it and hopefully you can take those three steps in eliminating pride from your communication and so that you can see your life flourish and fulfill on levels that you never thought imaginable. So if you enjoyed this podcast, like and share it with a friend, uh, send me a, a like, a DM, a rating, a review, a voice message. Let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel. I would love more more than anything to help you if you're struggling in this area. I'm telling you guys, I do this all day, every day. So I'd love to talk to you about it. Um, but until next time, guys, stay safe and stay healthy. Okay. Peace, love and hair grease.